In today's episode, I will explain to you what is the concept of security trimming in SharePoint all about. You're listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfon, bringing you proven practical tips every week on how to correctly set up and adapt to SharePoint and Microsoft 365. If you have questions, Greg has the answers. And now, here's your host, Greg Zelfon. Hello again, this is Greg from SharePoint Maven, and welcome to episode 108 of the SharePoint Maven podcast. So today I just want to explain some terminology to you, uh, but very important piece of terminology. I want to explain to you the concept of security trimming. The term itself uh, does not come up often uh, during conversations, uh, but what it means is pretty fundamental uh, in SharePoint. One of the most frequent questions that I uh, get from my clients and loyal followers is users will be able to see content they don't have access to. So the concern is, uh, let's say you have a, a number of sites in your environment and your tenant, and maybe one of the sites is a private uh, leadership you know, site or a HR site. And uh, obviously it has a, a unique permissions, uh, you know, and uh, essentially uh, private, you know, membership. Uh, but the question is, will other users uh, possibly see that content? Or another situation pretty common, uh, you have, let's say, a site and a document library, a bunch of folders, and maybe you set some unique permissions uh, on a, one of the folders, let's say, and hid it from a subset of users. So the question is, will even users be able to see that folder, all right? Or will it be invisible to them? So this brings us to uh, this concept of security trimming in SharePoint Online. The basic idea behind this concept is that if users don't have access to the content, it's going to be invisible to them in SharePoint Online. So using the examples I just gave you, uh, again, let's say there is a leadership site with uh, uh, obviously private content, uh, restricted site, and I'm not a member of the site. When I execute a search and I search all of SharePoint, um, I'm not even going to find anything uh, from that site. It, it's not even going to tell me that the site exists. Uh, it's not going to, you know, to surface up any uh, content files or folders uh, from that site. Essentially, it's invisible to me. Same with folders, all right? Uh, let's say uh, we have a few team members uh, and uh, there were some unique permissions on certain folders set up, essentially hidden from certain users. Uh, those users uh, will not even know that this folder exists, right? Essentially, when they navigate and let's say there were 10 folders and two of them are now hidden, uh, those users who uh, do not have access uh, to those folders, they will only see eight folders, right? So essentially, the other two will be invisible. And this is a pretty fundamental concept in SharePoint. I think without it, uh, honestly, it wouldn't uh, exist and people would not be using it. Obviously, security, you know, permissions, access is on everyone's uh, mind. And again, the whole idea behind this concept is that you only get to see the stuff you're supposed to see. Obviously, if the, you know, permissions and security were set up correctly. Now, I just explained to you what happens when you search for stuff you don't have access to, or you are trying to, uh, let's say, view a folder that you don't have access to. In both of those situations, uh, essentially, uh, those types of content are going to be invisible. You're not even going to know about them. However, I also want to uh, provide you with a use case, I guess, a unique scenario, 
where security trimming will work a bit differently. And that has to do with building links, all right, navigation links uh, to the hidden content. For example, let's take an example again of SharePoint sites. Uh, let's say there are a few sites that um, you know pretty much have restricted access. If you end up building, let's say, an internet hub, right? Essentially a hub uh, with a bunch of sites connected to the hub, and some of the sites are restricted. Uh, what will end up happening is that the users who do not uh, have access to the site will still see the link, uh, the label in the navigation. So they will get access denied, obviously, right? Because uh, they don't have access to the site. So when they click on the link, uh, it will give them you know, access denied message. However, they will still see the label. And that's very important. They will still see the label, uh, let's say in the hub navigation, uh, and at least they will know about the existence of the private site. Uh, same with the uh, quick links, all right? Let's say um, you uh, on the page, on the SharePoint page, you decided to utilize quick links web port and you're building links to different you know, types of URLs. And one of the links, quick links you want to build um, is maybe a link to one of the um, you know, private sites. Once again, and everyone will see uh, the quick link, uh, you know, label tile, right? Everyone will still see uh, the fact that the link exists. Uh, obviously, when they click on it, uh, they will get uh, access denied once again, but very important uh, because you are manually building that navigation, that hub navigation, let's say, or the site navigation, uh, or that quick link, um, those links uh, are just kind of labels that will be seen by everyone. Uh, no matter what the security is at the site level. So the workaround here would be to utilize a feature called audience targeting. Now, I actually recorded the whole episode on audience targeting, episode number 34, so feel free to check it out. But essentially what audience targeting is, it's a security on links. So by default, links uh, will be uh, you know, obviously seen by everyone. Uh, but what you can do is enable this feature called audience targeting. Uh, and uh, essentially, this will allow you to choose a particular link, uh, let's say within the hub navigation or the site uh, you know, navigation, uh, or maybe a quick link. Uh, and you will be able to uh, essentially set uh, audience targeting and uh, say something like, hey, this link to HR site can only be seen by the members of the HR site, all right? So in this case, uh, one, once uh, all is said and done, uh, the link will only be visible to those, uh, you know, members uh, of the, you know, private HR site only. So if, uh, let's say again, I log in, I'm not part of HR, I'm not even going to see the link in the navigation. But very important uh, with links, whether it's a quick link or, you know, a navigation link on a hub or site, you do need to do this extra step, step and set up uh, audience targeting. And by the way, uh, this audience targeting feature, you can set it up uh, on a variety of uh, you know, web parts. Um, first of all, you can set up uh, audience targeting uh, on navigation, a site or hub navigation. You can set it up on quick links. Uh, you can set it up on uh, events uh, calendar, you know, a web part. You can uh, also set it up on the news web part, right, for news and announcements. 
and finally, you can set up audience targeting on the highlighted content web part as well. So that's all I wanted to share with you in this particular episode. Um, just wanted to explain in case if you ever run into uh, this piece of terminology, security trimming, at least you now understand how uh, it works and what the limitations are related to uh, navigation links. So thank you very much for listening. I hope uh, you enjoyed the episode and I uh, hope to see you again on my blog, uh, sharepointmaven.com and talk to you next week. Goodbye. You've been listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfond. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to the Apple Podcast app, leave a review, and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you.